0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Hello, everybody. Hello. Are you so happy? Are you so happy that I'm here right now talking to you? I know you are. Um, Welcome to episode 16 of Don't Get Offended. This is Jennifer Hill. Um, Last episode uh, I did with my dear sister, Jessica, and it was so much fun. And as you know, we were ill-prepared. She was a little more prepared than I was, and I had three questions written down, so <laughs> I was prepared a little. Um, but we had some technical difficulties, and I we had recorded the whole hour fucking episode before I noticed them. Because the set, I was like, was my microphone off? My microphone must have been off. Duh. Obviously. And then now I'm re- I'm resetting this up because would it be a podcast if I didn't complain about the setup every single fucking episode? Would it even be a podcast? <laughs> I don't know. But here I am complaining again because, um, I got here. I moved. Had a lot going on. I'll get into it. But, um, I this is the first time I set up the whole mini studio and the whole you know got ready to set up to do a podcast at this new place. And this is the first time I unpacked this since I was home, because that's how I live my life, out of bags and backpacks and small cases, holding things. That's how I live. So I went to hook this up and I put the microphone in the little, um, and put one here. There's two spots for two microphones. So you could do a show with a guest and there shouldn't be any problems, <laughs> but, somehow something's something's not working because that's the fucking way things go always you always have to what's the word called when you have to fix troubleshoot you have to troubleshoot something every time i turn this fucking thing on should i do a should i write a review about task and say why can't you just work right when i turn you on every time why does one thing always have to go wrong but now the input one doesn't work so I'm wondering if that was the problem to begin with. But who cares? Does anybody give a fuck? I don't know. If you listen to the episode with my sister, just make sure you're not doing anything and make sure you're sitting completely still. And then you can hear me maybe. Don't eat. Don't walk around. Don't be driving. Just sit in silence in a closet and listen. And then maybe you'll get it. <laughs> okay. We don't even have a hand clap for that. That's enough. But here's a little ASMR for you guys. Does that give you the chills? Okay, that's me taking off my pants. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That was my headphone holder. I got my cup of coffee because as usual, I have to be highly caffeinated when I start this episode. Let me take a sip. Stand by. little extra ASMR for you. Who fucking swishes hot coffee around their mouth, though? Ew. (laughs) Ew. All right, so get comfortable wherever you are. Like I usually say, have your cup of coffee, your shot of vodka, your glass of wine, your glass of water, your mimosa, your fucking bowl of weed, your edible, whatever you do, do that now. Or don't. Just... Put your seatbelt on and enjoy the drive to work while you're getting yourself set up. And maybe you have a coffee in the cup holder and you're ready to go. You're ready to listen on your your commute. As they would say in the uh, beginning of a um, yoga class, like adjust your sit bones, you know, pick up each, when they say adjust your sit bones, they really mean lift each of your ass cheeks. So wherever you're sitting right now, lift that left and right ass cheek up and just sit comfortably right on your anus. Okay? Do that. Do that for me, guys. Straighten up your, your lumbar region, okay? Un focato. I don't even know. Someone told me that means focus in Spanish, but guess what? It doesn't, so I have no idea what I'm saying when I say that. But pay attention, okay? Escúchame. That's listen to me in Spanish. I know five phrases, okay? I also know a couple phrases in Cape Verdean for my Cape Verdean listeners in Massachusetts, if I have any. Anybody out there? People in California don't know what Cape Verdean means or what a Cape Verdean is, but they're human beings, live in the flesh, and it's a island off the coast of Africa. I think it's, you know, where the Portuguese slave trade started. You know, Portuguese, that's my nationality. My people were really involved in the slave trade. I don't know if you have any history lessons, but yeah, it's a real point of pride. That's sarcasm. Okay. But I think... From what I remember, Cape Verde's in there somewhere. It was like a port. So Cape Verdean people speak like a Portuguese Creole-ish, if that makes sense. And, um, yeah, and their music is, like, sounds a little Caribbean-ish, and they dance really close cheek to cheek and sway their hips. My first boyfriend was a Cape Verdean. His name was George. I kissed him. He was my first kiss. He wasn't my boyfriend, I guess, but he's my first kiss. Rest in peace. I've mentioned him more than once, but, you know, his birthday's coming up, I think. Maybe that's why I'm thinking of him right now. I'm um, having more in a moment of silence for George. This is not where this conversation was supposed to go. I'm really sorry. It was not. I'm going to go on to a more lighter topic, which is um, southern plantations. <laughs> yes, Jen. Good job. And I'm going into this topic. You guys... Hold your applause, hold your applause, hold your applause. I'm going into this topic fully aware of being white. That's And fully aware that I may be offending some people when I discuss this. And it's going to be a quick discussion. Or I'm lying and it'll be 45 minutes later and I'll be up in arms about something because that's just who I am. And um, I just want to talk about southern plantations and the people who visit them. Because, how do I even start this? Because white people get so fucking offended. Like, (laughs) it's like, why? Do I don't care if you're offended, okay? That's the name of the game here. Don't get offended. But, so I've seen, and I've seen it in travel nurse blogs, vlogs, travel nurse Instagram pages, and just generally... Everyday white people who go to plantations and have parties, celebrations, weddings, photo ops, uh, family pictures, and uh, and I, you know, I'm skating a line here, I guess, because is it my place to say anything? I'm not sure. Maybe it's not. It's, but I'm going to say something, so... I, I find it, I think, I, I, it's a secondary offense to me because I'm not personally, I guess, offended by it because I didn't have my own ancestors, you know, forced into slavery and raped and maimed and murdered and, you know, generally not living happy lives on that land. So I guess I can't say that I'm offended, but I would say I have empathy towards black people and their ancestors who were on plantations and worked on plantations involuntarily. (laughs) So what I personally would just remember, this is me personally. So everything I say is me personally. Okay. So I'm not speaking for everybody, but I assume there are other people who may or may not agree. And if you agree, then good. This is who I'm talking to. If you don't agree, maybe open your eyes a little bit because it seems kind of obvious to me. And the fact that it doesn't seem obvious to you makes me wonder why like what why why don't you think that this is disrespectful at the very least disrespectful tacky inappropriate gross I don't know I feel like that's really should be obvious because this the land is sacred and and it's Not sacred for white people, but sacred for black people because for what white people have done in the land is obviously fucking horrific. And what black people have suffered and still suffer through this day, but through their ancestors and their family members, even, like that's like a place where they would go, I think, maybe to like understand where their what their ancestors went through or what their you know what people what their people went through on on that property or in that specific space so like Jewish people might you know go to a holocaust museum or speak in the holocaust as something that's like it's not I don't want maybe sacred is the wrong word but like to honor the ones that have passed or suffered so they would like it would be a space for like kind of quietness and just observation and just general like um where you would just kind of sit and kind of absorb maybe and just be in it and be I guess maybe grateful for where you are in this moment and and honoring the people that suffered before you so to me and to most people I would think. It would be pretty fucked up to go there and just be like, oh, my God, it's so much fun at this plantation and just not even mention the horrors that went on there or not even mention that it was a land where people suffered. You're like, yeah, it's beautiful. But why is it beautiful? Or Why? I don't understand why you wouldn't acknowledge that. Because I'm not saying don't go because it is a part of this history and it's a fucking very terrible part of our history. And I think it's important to acknowledge the, you know, the fucked upness of the land. I mean, really, my vocabulary is amazing today. I've read an encyclopedia before I started this. So I had, you know, I posted about it on my story because I've had like, I'm just kind of over the fucking posting of this shit and acting like you're happy and making out with your you know significant other or kissing someone or or like putting your arms up in the air and taking walking and having someone taking a picture from the back of you while you're in the middle of a plantation between these like beautiful trees and then just being like i love my job i love that i get to travel i love my job visited this plantation and it's like have you no fucking respect have and and people are so quick to say you know get over to move on and how do people get over and move on to some from something that you don't even discuss and, and 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 if you do discuss it it's like oh god here she goes or here you know it's just like there's no space for black people to even mourn or to even be like ah, it's just people don't. it's just like don't just have some awareness that what you're doing can be super offensive and is, you know, maybe super offensive to black Americans. So if you're going to go to a plantation, use it as a, um, use it as a tool to educate that. Yes. You acknowledge the land is beautiful. Yes. You know, I don't even know I don't I've never been I never had any desire to go to a plantation so I don't I'm not from that I don't a group of people who would be like let's go see this let's go have a wedding at this plantation I just feel like am I am I fucking crazy like is that not odd (laughs) I don't know so yeah just don't and you know the, if the worst thing that happens to you as a white person that I said this or that you maybe saw my story and was upset about it, if the worst thing that happens to you is that you're upset and offended, then fine. I don't really care. Why should I care that you're mad? Why? Like, or, or if you feel like white people's feelings are going to get hurt. And I'm white. My feelings are not hurt. If your feelings are hurt, maybe you should take a look. Like, instead of, igno- instead of being like... My feelings are hurt that you said that and I feel like you're just always mad at white people. Then maybe you should like look outside your own feelings and not being like inside your feelings and maybe empathize with other people in the world and other people being black people, that maybe you should just, you know, think about that. Ugh. Whatever. If all all you have to do is think about it, OK, maybe you don't even change anything. Maybe a part of you acknowledges that mm, it's fucked up and then maybe you won't do it. And maybe that's the one thing that changes that you just decide not to visit plantations anymore. Then good. Good for you, because your feelings don't matter. Nothing's actually happening to you. You're just offended. And OK, you're mad and you're getting hot and bothered and you're angry and you're upset. And what's going to happen to you? Are you going to be murdered? Are you going to be hung? Are you going to be killed? Nothing's happening to you. You're just mad. So nobody cares. Be mad. Your feelings don't matter. I feel like I'm like getting shaky here, but I just get like upset. It's like people think that they're being offended or being mad about something matters more than what has actually happened. It's like calling out racism is worse than racism. Like it's just mind boggling. People are fucking dumb. And I'm going to try to stop there because it, I get into it and I get to like. Ugh. But who am I? Oh, sorry. Who am I? I'm just some random girl just talking. Just talking nonsense, I suppose. I guess if you listen to this or I, I, I do not even I guess maybe if you would think that let's take a trip to a plantation and you think that that's fine. Like maybe you uh, like uh, will you ever know that that's like that there's more to it than that that you just go and you just don't think any deeper than that maybe that's just that's fine i guess that's who you are and don't fuck with me okay don't talk to me then because the older i get granted i'm only 36 now but i'm hoping hoping by the time i'm 40 i really really don't give a fuck because that's the rumor When you're 40, you don't give a fuck. My brother said it. He said, I'm 40 now and I don't give a fuck what I say. I'm like, yeah, I said it. Yeah, I did it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm getting there because I'm like, and what? What? And what? Okay, I said it. You don't like it. Good for you. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Your feelings don't matter to me unless they're coming from a real place because otherwise you just getting offended that you can't go visit a plantation doesn't, that's, nobody cares. Nobody cares. That's not a real problem. It's not a real issue. Your feelings just about it, about this particular thing, are not important to me. <sighs> Let's have a round of applause for that. <clears throat> Let's have a round of applause for that. You guys are like, oh my god, Jen, you can't sing. You ever feel like you can, all right, I'm gonna move on for a second, nice duck. Nice dark topic that I tried to, and move on to something else for a minute. You ever try to sing, and you think you can sing, and then you hear, and you're like, let me record it to sing, and then you hear it back, and you're like, oh, <laughs> it turns out I really can't. News flash, everybody. I can't. But you, or you feel like, you know, I can sing at certain times a day or certain days of the week, but not every day and not all the time. And it all depends on the note. Is it a low note? I can hit it. I can hit it if it's like a talking voice. If the song is like talking, <laughs> I can hit it. Oops. More coffee for me. I started this like vitamin supplement and I don't know if it has to do, I don't know if it's also making me um, anxious. It's like a mixture of vitamins and they're healthy for your thyroid because I'm I'm sure my thyroid's fine, but I'm like, it's harder for me to lose weight, so it's my thyroid. It's not the 3 bowls of cocoa Krispies I ate last night, it's my thyroid. I know for a fact it's my thyroid because I feel it in my gut and everything I feel inside my gut, my intuition is telling me it's true. Don't tell me about what I drank, don't tell me about my large iced coffee pumpkin spice that I drank that that has nothing to do with it. Don't tell me about the donuts I ate. Don't tell me about my pineapple pizza, it's not that. I know what it is. It's my thyroid. And that's the bottom line. And I don't give a fuck what anybody tells me. So I was, I wanted to start. The only texts I get, the only texts I get are from an old gym I used to go to. They still text me, Hey, we miss you. You don't miss me. You miss my money. I'm not stupid. You don't even know me. Do you know me? You miss me? Tell me one thing about me. Tell me one thing you miss about me. Yeah. I didn't think so. You missed my direct withdrawal every month that's what you missed my direct deposit into your account all right I'm going on as usual I'm rambling so I wanted to touch on touch why do I say the same things I don't even know if I've talked about this because I'd have to go back and listen to all my episodes and be like oh Jen you already said this they already heard you talk about this but you know such is life okay such is life I was talking to a friend of mine about um uh, like allowing yourself to be happy. Is this not? Is this not a universal issue? Or is this a woman's issue? <laughs> Maybe it's a woman's issue. I don't know if there are men out there who feel the same way. Let me know. Maybe it's a little, I don't know what it is. But it's like you can't let yourself appreciate the things you have. Or feel, like, gratitude because you feel like you don't deserve it. Ooh, that's a word. That's really, am I, am I um, exposing myself here? Um, but you feel like, like, if, like, it's important to be gr- grateful, right? And meditate and be grateful for the things you have and the people in your life. But at the same weird time, and maybe I'm alone in this, but... It feels like if I am, I'm going to lose it. Like, what is that? What kind of thinking is that? Where does that come from? If I'm happy for what I have, if I'm happy for where I am and what I have and what I've accomplished, then something bad is going to happen. Like, what? Why is that? Why? Anybody Anybody out there? Because... It's, I mean, life happens either way, bad, good and bad things happen to everybody. Some people seem to get the fucking worst of it. And some people don't seem to get that much. But suffering is suffering and pain is pain, no matter which way you cut it. And grief is grief. Some, I mean, so that's a fact. But I, I, for me, I always feel like, yes, I, you got through nursing school. Yes, you got in. Yes, you accomplished this. Yes, you're you a travel nurse and you you should be proud. And yes, you have health and you can work out and you sh- you're you grateful for this. But it's like, yeah, you have all this. So that's like, that's enough. We don't want you, we, whoever we is in my mind. I'm like, don't be too happy about it because it's like not, it's like disrespectful to be happy about it because then it's. Then because other people don't have it or maybe not everybody has the same opportunity or didn't get as as lucky as you did. And they so they so you shouldn't be that happy for yourself. I don't know. That's fucking weird. But true. I mean, that's really. That's how I feel. I mean, I don't know if anybody I mean, maybe people can relate to that, but it's like it's maybe it's under an umbrella of survivor's guilt Cause maybe like if you've you know I talked to one of my patients and uh, please understand I am not comparing my life to hers because uh, it I'm definitely not but I'm just I guess I'll just preface it with I'm with she's suffered a lot and she was she's like just fucked up the things that she's gone through and it's like she so she got she had some crazy heart disorder. Where It was undiagnosed for so long because her um, doctors kept thinking she was just a fat teenager complaining that she couldn't breathe because she was fat, but she was really fat and she couldn't breathe because she had some crazy cardiomegaly. Her heart was like gigantic and it was like, they call it idiopathic, which means there's no, they don't understand why it happened. There's no known cause, but she was born with this like idiopathic congenital fucking enlarged heart. So by the time she was 14, 15, she was almost dead. Her EF was like her ejection fraction, which was like 10% or something crazy, something low. So by th- when they found it, they were like, well, you need a fucking lung and heart transplant because, you know, they're a married couple. And if one's not working, the other one doesn't really work either. So she ends up getting, you know, she ends up making it and getting, I mean, she ends up getting a heart and lung transplant when she's 19, I think, or s- no, she was nineteen when I was when I had her as a patient, or twenty. Either way, she got it about a year or two after she was diagnosed and after she realized what her problem was, and they, and she got him from like a twenty-nine-year-old person who died, and she was like saying how she just felt so guilty that she got to live because this woman died. She had her heart and lungs, and she felt guilty for being able to get a heart and lung transplant when her friends in her support group were dying left and right because they weren't getting transplants so she felt guilty so she would like she's like i don't know it was like fucked up like i wouldn't take my meds i felt some some kind of fucked up way about having someone else's organs in my body like i was just i just i just was like feeling all fucked up and i'm like like she couldn't even I mean, there's layers to her, there's layers to reasons why she felt the way she felt, but the survivor's guilt of feeling bad that she made it because, and her friends didn't just like really made her not take her meds and not follow through with a lot of things that she should have done for her body. And when, you know, when she was my patient, she, I mean, we were looking at six months to a year left for her to live because she was so sick and, you know, she felt guilt, you know, she was just going through the, I should have done this, I should have done that. But that feeling of, being or the, that guilt feeling like she wasn't allowing herself to feel grateful or happy or living her life because other people weren't feeling you know they weren't living their lives and she got to so she like that was just it's not mind-boggling because I can understand the guilt the feeling of like why should I be happy if other people aren't happy but this is on a if you think of a spectrum what I'm speaking on in my own personal experience and maybe other people other people's too is that I'm on the low spectrum and this woman is on the complete other end. But that guilt, that feeling of guilt is kind of a continuum. Like we all have that feeling of like feeling guilty for certain things. I think it's a, a natural human emotion. And the real answer is being grateful is gratitude is being like letting go and being like, I'm happy. Like I'm grateful for what I have because not a, not everybody has it. I don't even, like, I try to be like, I'm so lucky. I can stand on two feet. Like, I still have my health. I'm still like, oh, it's just, I make, I make good money. I have a good career. I have a good job. And then it's like, but don't, you know, don't be too happy. You might me something bad. So you're not allowed to be that happy. <laughs> it's like, why? 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 so that's what i wanted to talk about and if you're thinking did she just compare herself to someone with a heart transplant <laughs> you know i'm not i'm just talking about the extremes of the feeling okay the ex- the extremes of the feeling of guilt and feeling like you made it out of something like some people you know they made it out of a tough situation in their lives maybe they grew up with you know uh single parent or no parents or maybe they grew up in the foster care system or whatever the case may be and they made they made it out and they persevered and they're functioning adults because even just being a functioning adult is a privilege it's like I'm like I'm doing something you're not like spiraling out of control into like just unhealthy behaviors you're actually like living your life every day and trying to do the best you can and you know part of you might feel like well, why couldn't, you know, why did I get to make it and this other person didn't? Or why did this person die so young and, and I'm still alive? Or people live their whole long lives. It's like, you know, you do wonder that. But gratitude is the, is the name of the game. It's just in love and gratitude and being appreciative for the things that, for the people in your life and the things you have. You know what I'm grateful for? This fucking podcast has gone out of control i've gone really every top. i mean talk about topics that aren't connecting jenny get it (sighs) let's take a deep breath everybody let's pause for some asmr i don't have anything else to asmr you maybe this That's a sandwich bag full of uh, alcohol wipes. <laughs> like, Jenny. Why? Call myself Jenny. The last job I was at, it was like 10 gens. So I had to, I had to call myself Jenny so that I... they wouldn't get us all confused. So gratitude. I went and hung out with my older brother. This, when I went home, I went home for a visit and our... Our relationship is so weird because dysfunction has no rhyme or reason, really. And our we grew up with different mothers in different households, but, like, in the same kind of area. We weren't too far from each other. But there's always this, like, weird – I don't even want to say weird because there was always love. Always, like, an understanding that we loved each other unconditionally. Like, we, like – really loved each other all my sisters and my older brother and then my little brother he was born later but growing up it was like my older brother me and my sisters grew up in the same house me and my two sisters and then my older brother grew up in a different house but we would see him every like weekend and some holidays and then we would go down the cape when he moved to the cape cape cod for people who don't know what the fuck that is i guess there's people out there who don't know what cape cod is it's a vacation town in massachusetts and if you live in Massachusetts or visit Massachusetts, you should go to the Cape. They call it the Cape. And I guess if you live there you call it on the Cape or something. I don't know. Not in the Cape. Anywho, he grew up. He would lived out in the Cape. And we would go visit and he would come come down and visit his family, but they were in the same city as my dad our as our dad's family. So I would see his family. I would see his family on like random like cookouts or fucking random holidays sometimes you go over there on Christmas like after we did the grandma hill my grandmother's Christmas anyways but so we always like we had that connection early on and then it kind of I don't know like separated and I you know I don't want to I'm not blaming uh, the parents I just think that I don't really know why I really don't I don't have a reason why but we just disconnected and it felt like very like like, like we weren't close anymore, but we also understood that we weren't close just because like no real reason. It wasn't because we mad at each other or anything. At least that's from my understanding. And I think he would agree. And then you, you just get used to that being like, oh, my brother, Rob, I would always say my brother, my brother, you know, I'd always say I have a brother Rob in the Cape or my brother's got two kids. And, my, and I'm like, i why the fuck am I still just not really involved in his life and i don't you know for whatever reasons whoever didn't take the initiative you know it doesn't matter we all felt you know we all have our reasons or no reasons at all and it's just a vibe i guess so this past um this this past week whatever a month ago i don't remember i went home oh it was for halloween i went home for halloween and i was like i'm going to see Rob, and i'm going to see my niece and nephew that i never fucking see like ever what the fuck like i have a nephew matthew who's 12 years old and i never met him before halloween before i went home for this visit like who the fuck why how and his sister kaylee i met her when she was like a toddler my niece i'm like "Uh." and i even spelled her name wrong like why I would always spell her name she, and her mother, Allie's like, I spelt it the dumb way so that everybody can figure out that it's really easy. It's like K-A-Y-L-E-E, like easy peasy. But somehow I was like, oh, it's not K-A-I-L-E, like some stupid way to spell it. But anyhow, so I went there and I was like, oh, it was just like so good to see my brother. Like just it just felt like you have, like you don't realize you have a weight on you or like you don't realize you get used to living under like like under a weight or something I don't know how to explain it but like this like unresolved feeling you just kind of carry around without even aware without even being aware of it you're just used to your life and then you're like I don't know you res- don't resolve it but you see like I saw him and I was just like oh it just felt like like it just felt good like yes I love you so much <laughs> oh my god I love you so much it's so good to see you why haven't I seen you in so long And then I met Kaylee, and I met my nephew, um, Matthew, and they were just so awesome. You know, they were not like, who the fuck does this bitch think she is coming in this fucking house? And my sister-in-law, Allie, is awesome. She's like, her and my oldest sister have the same birthday, which is funny, and they're both like, she had my oldest sister in the wedding when my brother got married, like, I don't know, fucking 3,000 years ago. And what well, was like 10 years? I don't know how long, 13 years ago. I don't know. They know how long they've been together. They they don't need me to say it. So I was just so grateful. Like I cried when I saw my brother. I cried when I like met Matthew and I saw Kaylee again. I was just like, well, I've wasted so much time for what? For what? <laughs> Why? I have no reason. I have no answer. And I just felt so like grateful that, you know, my niece was like so receptive. She's 14 and she's like so creative. And so smart and just like beautiful and then my nephew is like a video gamer so I guess he's like yeah you're cool you're fine but I'm gonna go play my video game which is you know whatever but they could have been like you know standoffish but they're like great kids man and they're just great and they're, you know I'm sure they're every kid has everybody has their problems whatever but you know they're just like so just like good-hearted kids and I was like oh you raised two like awesome kids and I miss so much of their lives, and ugh, so that's why I wanted to touch on that on being grateful, because kids are just so like, ugh. like you feel like they they give you so much that you don't deserve, <laughs> or you feel like you like, I don't know, I get, you know, maybe I should just be a little more gentle with myself, but I thought that you know, I would have understood if she was like not trying to have a relationship or trying to talk to me, but she was she was not like that at all, Kaylee, and my nephew Matthew wasn't like that at all either. And obviously Allie and Rob, you know, whatever. They would be like, yeah, we like you, I guess. <laughs> so now I'm, like, fully determined to harass them every day because I don't want to lose touch again, and I don't want to, like, not be a part of their life. And so, yeah, and that's, that's what I'm doing right now, and that's what I wanted to let you know about Sorry to Bend Over and pick up a something. And maybe you have things in your life, maybe you have people in your life that you know that you don't talk to as much, but there's no real reason. You know, it's just weird what how we do the thing why we do the things we do. It's like there's no there's no hatred or no like anger. It's just for some reason, it's like an uns like a subconscious thing where you feel like I don't know, I have no words. There's no words for me to describe why. I don't know. I have nothing. <laughs> just sometimes you just lose touch with people. And those people happen to be your fucking brother and your nieces and nephews. And you're like, what have I been doing? I can't live like this anymore. I need these people in my life. I need like people I love in my life. And I'm not gonna fucking isolate myself all the time. That's just my own behavior. I'm sure people. But anyways, yeah. So if you have someone you love, and maybe, you know, maybe you don't talk to them as often. Or you haven't seen them in a long time. Before you know it, it's been fucking almost 10 years. You know, reach out to them. Text them. Call them. Send them a meme. Tell them you love them. Because it feels good. And I suggest you do it. Uh, okay, well, you know, I didn't cry on this podcast. I didn't think I was going to cry when I saw my brother. I was like, that's fine. This is fine. And then I saw him and I was like, <laughs> You're so handsome and you're so funny. And you're my brother. Okay. I will say, though, he has an Android. So, well, <laughs> guys, an Android. Do you know what Androids do to group messages? They make them green. It's so gross. They make them green, and then you don't know when they read it. You're like, did they, are they going to respond? I don't even know. But I am mad if he doesn't respond because I know that he. I'm the same way. When people don't re- – I, sometimes I just don't answer. It doesn't mean I don't love you. It doesn't mean I'm not thinking about you. It just means that um, I didn't answer, and that's all it means. <laughs> but if you don't answer me, motherfucker, no. Just kidding. Random, I started a new assignment, and I'm in a new place. And it's beautiful and adorable, and there's a fucking jacuzzi out back in a pool, and the pool guy came today. How porno is that? The pool guy. I was like, dun, dun, wow, wow. Is that the porn song? How do you? There's no porn music on this. But I was like, did you want to come upstairs and fix my pool? Ew. What would my pool be? <laughs> what would my pool be? <laughs> oh the queen of inappropriateness this is me today all right well you know this new little spot is adorable um i will use the jacuzzi at some point because it's california and you can go outside and swim in a pool in november and sit in a hot tub because it's california and uh oh so i this new assignment i had there was like three other girls from boston and then they're like oh we're really from dorchester and i'm like dorchester is boston and then i realized that they were re- weren't really from Dorchester either because they were like from Weymouth and Brockton. They're from my city, Brockton, Massachusetts. That's my hometown. <laughs> Born and raised. That's where I'm from. And I'm proud to say I'm from Brockton. Some people are not proud, but you should be proud even though I haven't been to my hometown in a long time. But you know, shout out to Brockton, okay? If you don't know, now you know. I'm sure it's been gentrified like crazy and I'm sure it's like. The rent has probably gone through the roof because it's like 35 minutes from Boston. So, you know, people probably want to move there. But that's where I grew up. And one of the nurses I work with is from the same city. And She's like eight years younger than me or something. So she's like, do you know this person, this person? I'm like, girl, you are like, <laughs> I'm a different generation. We weren't even in school at the same time. <laughs> I mean, we were, but it'd be like you were in first grade and I was in seventh grade. Anyways, right now I'm rambling. Now this means nothing at all you know what i should do is oh, i keep hitting this fucking thing is read like my um talk space stuff that's what i should have done a long time ago i should have started that because if you haven't had talk space i am not an advertisement for talk space i have 43 listeners so really i'm not advertising for them they would not pay me to uh, advertise for them but i have a oh, it's been a year since I talked to my therapist. And I did a lot of like uh ignoring her, and she would check in and be like, Jen, what are we doing? Why are you not talking to me? And I'm like, Oh my god, I'm doing it only for I'm doing it only, I'm doing it to my therapist too because it's like, ouch. You know when you talk, if you have been to therapy, haven't been to therapy in over, in a year. A year ago was when when I ended it because I was like, I can't afford this right now. I'm having a panic attack. But if you, um, what am I saying? If you have ever been to therapy and you go and talk about, you know, issues in your life or your ch- whatever it's always your childhood because your childhood trauma creates who you are as an adult and I don't give a fuck what you say and if you've never acknowledged your childhood trauma then you're always going to have whatever problems that keep arising in your life and if you don't figure that out it's going to ruin you okay just want to say that real quick everybody should know that but um I would talk to To her and then after after you leave a therapy session, you're like so raw and you feel like angry or painful, like sad and angry and and like open like an open wound. You're like, oh, I don't want to like go to work and have people come at me with all this, like ask me for things. And I'm like, Why are you asking me for that right now? Like, you know, when I was a kid, like I had a lot going on. And they're like, ma'am, we just want to know if you know where the bathroom is. (laughs) I don't know what the bathroom is. I don't know anything. Just give me a break. I'm just a human being. <laughs> That's what therapy does to you. You're like, so when I was younger, I just felt like I wasn't loved much. And, you know, I just didn't feel like I was worthy. And they're like, you know, work on that. Why don't you journal this and answer these questions for yourself? And you're like, all right, thanks. Cool. Bye. And then you, like, go to order coffee. And they're like, did you want cream or sugar? And you're like, I don't, I don't know what I want. I don't know who I am or what I want. Can you just make it for me, please? I'm just having a really rough day. <laughs> what a privilege, huh? A privilege to be able access to therapy and then actually like talk about it on a podcast. So I'm aware. Mm. Anyways, okay. Well, I I think this is enough for today. <laughs> I think we've touched on you know the plantations in the general consensus from me, Jennifer. And the, po- and the poll I put on Instagram, which I only gave you two, I only gave you the right answer to either no or, or hell fucking no. So, you know, you picked either one of those. You were right. So the general consensus is don't do it. And if you're visiting it, take it, like a t- uh, take it like a trip to the Holocaust Museum or like the 9-11 Memorial. Take it like that. You know, like there was a lot of pain there, you know, a lot of pain, a lot of suffering, a lot of pain and maybe... Maybe it's disrespectful to take your wedding picture with a long veil. You know, just think about it. Or just, you know, maybe like don't post a happy picture, happy family picture where, you know, I don't know, people suffered. (laughs) I feel that should be obvious. And we talked about um, guilt and feeling like you're not allowed to be happy. And then we talked a little bit about, I don't remember, therapy, I guess. And, um, yeah, Uh, let me know what you'd like to hear. I was thinking about touching on nursing stories, and I keep saying I want to do that, but then I don't, because it's, like, so much a part of my life that I, like, when I have a break from it, I'm like, that's not who I am anymore. I'm not your nurse today. I'm nobody's nurse today. I'm Jen's nurse today, and I'm really bad at taking care of myself. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, they did a post on um, NurseLifeRN. If you don't follow it, if you're a nurse or in the medical field, you need to follow it. It's at NurseLifeRN. And the guy who runs it, Ebby, is fucking hysterical. He makes all the memes himself. And I can't, I, I feel like I should get a um, sponsorship from him. But he would probably, you know, I don't know. Anyways, he does like polls and he does a lot of questions and people write in. It's like they take it as their own personal like nursing therapy. And they just rant and rant and rant. And he just posts everybody's, you know. He just post it in a story like this like and he'll do polls on random shit and it's just really kind of therapeutic honestly it's funny and it's helpful to know that there's other people other nurses out there who like feel the same way what was i getting at oh he did a question like like nursing and nursing is who i am he he doesn't ever really put his own opinion and sometimes i'll randomly say stuff but for the most part it's just kind of questions and then people answer them and he just posts their answers so, you know, he's talking about do you feel like nursing is who you are and people went off like left and right. Some people like it's I was born to do this. I took care of my grandmother and my sick mother or you know, I took care of my father and I was born to be a nurse and I, that's who I am. I am a nurse. And then there's other people like me. I'm like I'm a nurse, but it's not who I am. Like that's I'm not getting a nurse tattoo on me or a stethoscope. I'm not like doing that. That's not who I am am personally because when I'm not in when I'm not nursing not breastfeeding RN-ing when I'm not RN-ing or lpn for or lv Nning, I'm not a nurse and it's not like my identity you know people look at it as like their identity but you know you should probably take a look at why you do that and who like if your identity is caring for other people you should like you know, you need self care. You need to realize that, you know, that you can take care of yourself too. And I know those nurses. And maybe they won't walk around being like, A nurse is who I am and live and breathe, but they literally live and breathe nursing, but they don't maybe they don't say it. And they're like the best nurses, but they don't do shit for themselves. And everybody in their life depends on them. And I'm like, girl, you need. You need to back the fuck up. You need a break. You deserve a break. You need a break. You are more than a nurse. We are all more than nurses. It's a job at the end of the day. And I'm not being like, like pessimistic because it's just the truth. And if you, if you, if you think I'm a nurse and that's all I am, you will fucking, you just get burnt the fuck out, you know? And the reality is you're a good nurse when you're a nurse. And when you're not nursing, (laughs) you know, you're a shitty person. No, I'm just kidding. You're still good. You're like who you are, whatever you like to do on the side whatever your side hustle is you know? all right guys I'm, I'm i'm going on now but we you know you love this right you love this okay all right you like that one okay so episode 16 is done and if you have any comments questions or concerns please dm me at j-e-n-n-i-f-e-r-l-y-n-4-2 on instagram Or you can email me at didyougetoffended at gmail.com. Or you can like and subscribe and write a review. Do whatever you want to do. Tell a friend. Listen with a family member. If you listen with kids, you know, that's fucking on you, okay? Because I say the F word and the S word. Oh, here's a story. And I might have told this before, before I end this. I might have told this before, but my little sister, when we were kids, my mother goes, my, mo- my little sister said, no, my mother goes, you, Jen, you guys are like, holy shit, get to the point. My mother goes, Noel. I got a call from your school today, and they said you said a swear word. And she goes, I did, Mom. And she goes, what did you say? She said, I said the SH word. And then my mother said, what's the SH word? She's like, I'm not, I don't want to say it again. And my mother said, no, nope, you won't get in trouble. What's the SH word? And my little sister was like, I said motherfucking asshole. <laughs> she was like five. She had a list too. That's so funny. She said, I said the S-H word. What's the S-H? Motherfucking asshole. <laughs> oh shit. Well, she didn't say shit, but <laughs> she, she, she did say motherfucking asshole. And if you think that I'm a motherfucking asshole, email me <laughs> Did <you get> offended? <laughs> at offended? Okay, I'm done. All right, guys. Have a good day enjoy your life feel gratitude it's okay you're allowed to be happy we're allowed we're allowed we're allowed and don't go to plantations and i love you so much or do and just don't be a dick bye